Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to On the Ball with Rick Buecher. Here's your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. This is On the Ball on the United Wecast Network, and I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, hear me on Fox Sports Radio, and you can now read me on the Fox Sports app. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram, at Rick Buecher. I'm a lot of places. But there's only one place you can hear me talking about story angles and perspectives that you are not likely to find anywhere else, primarily but not exclusively involving the NBA. And that is here. Before I forget, check out my piece on the app about the Warriors and how they weathered their two years of misery after five consecutive trips to the finals to once more be the toast of the entire league. Spoiler alert. Steph Curry is mentioned a few times, but not for his league-leading scoring or remarkable shot-making. I promised that I'd be a geyser of good feels after being accused of developing a negativity complex, and I believe I have delivered. I also promised I'd talk about the Milwaukee Bucks in this episode, and so I shall. Although, I should say right off the top that they have me just a little perplexed. I haven't watched every game they've played this season in large part because every time I check in on them, either because they've lost a few games or they have what I would consider a statement game coming up, they show me what I need to see and I move on to more pressing matters. I watch a lot of games, but I can't watch everyone all the time. One other reason I haven't felt it necessary to keep close tabs on them is because they're an incomplete squad. Not in the way the Lakers have been with ancillary players like Kendrick Nunn and Taylor Horton Tucker and LeBron James. Relax, Lakers fans. I'm kidding on the last one. But I mean, the Bucks are truly operating at half strength, at best. At one point, four guys who will presumably start when the Bucks are at full strength have been out. Brooke Lopez, out with back issues for all but the season opener. Drew Holiday, who missed a half dozen games or so with ankle and foot issues. Chris Middleton, who has been out due to COVID protocol. And Dante DiVincenzo, who is still recovering from the torn ankle ligament he suffered in the first round against the Miami Heat last spring that required surgery. Am I alarmed by the Bucks 7-8 and eight record? Maybe a little. I'd be more alarmed if a notable team like the Nets or the Heat were running away from the rest of the pack in the East. They aren't. They're at the top of the table, but the Bucks, 
even with their losing record, are currently three and a half games behind them. They can make that up in a matter of weeks. It would be like worrying about the favorite in the Kentucky Derby being a length or two off the lead coming into the first turn. I don't count the Wizards, who are currently in third in the East, as a notable team. I love what they're doing. I'm happy that Tommy Shepard, the GM, and Wes Unseld Jr., the head coach, are receiving recognition for their work. Both are accomplished NBA men, and I know both of them well. So, yes, I'm a little biased. But if I thought the accolades were undeserved, I simply wouldn't mention them. But by Christmas, I would expect the Wizards to settle into the middle of the playoff pack. The Bucks aren't comfortably over 500 by Christmas. It will be time for Deer District to start wondering what's up. As of now, there are actually more things to like about the Bucks than to be concerned about. Let me count the ways. First of all, the absence of Lopez is allowing Giannis Antetokounmpo to settle into the role of primary big man a role I expect him to occupy when the games really matter, and I like what I've seen so far. The rebounding, the shot blocking, the operating below the free throw line offensively has all been on point, especially when faced by an opponent he should be putting on notice. He dominated the paint in the season opener against the Nets, making it clear they still don't have anyone who can guard him. He outright embarrassed Anthony Davis in their recent matchup another Milwaukee win. I'm absolutely loving his refined free throw routine and stroke. One dribble, fewer moving parts when he raises the ball above his waist, and he's hitting them at an acceptable 68% clip. I believe it was Vince Carter who suggested Giannis's free throws will be a point of conversation all year, and I'm going to chalk that up to Vince being somewhat new to the media game. In any case, I'd say it's flat out wrong. There's no reason to think that Giannis is going to do anything other than get more comfortable and continue to build his confidence. When you're doing play-by-play, you have to come up with things to say. And I believe that was the case when Vince made that comment. I don't care that the Bucs didn't run away from the Lakers as some of the other top teams have. They out-executed them down the stretch decisively. And in some ways, that kind of win is actually more valuable. Turning the fourth quarter into garbage time, as the Bulls and Blazers did against the Lakers, doesn't offer much by way of practical experience. It's actually not the free throw stroke with Giannis so much as how he's getting to the line for a healthy nine and a half attempts per game. And that's by inviting contact. He already has 16 and ones. His distribution of shots from the rim out to the three-point line is the most balanced of his career. When he's needed to hit a turnaround mid-range jumper, he has. His three-point attempts have been timely, and make or miss, he's taking them when they should be taken, as opposed to what he did a lot last year, especially early on, which was take one trying to prove that he can make one, and then if he missed, trying to take another one. The benefit of DiVincenzo, Chris Middleton, and Holiday missing time is that Grayson Allen and George Hill have had a chance to acclimate. Allen is a brand new piece, and I'm pretty confident he won't be averaging 30 minutes a game when the Bucks are at full strength. 
But a new guy in any team, especially one coming off having won a championship without him, needs to establish with the coaches and the main men a level of trust. And Allen has been doing that, particularly around the rimmer, uh, perimeter, where he's shown absolutely no fear in launching threes when he's open and hitting them at a team-high 43% clip. Pat Connaughton is picking up right where he left off in the playoffs, shooting 39% from three, and having two physical wings who can space the floor is going to be extremely valuable for Milwaukee down the line. As I look across the board, this is clearly a better team, top to bottom, than the one that closed out the Phoenix Suns last summer. Giannis has made good on his declaration that he's not satisfied, that he has plenty more to prove. As opposed to, say, AD for the Lakers, who, since winning a ring in the bubble, has played like a guy who feels he's proved everything necessary. And I guess it's hard to blame him in one sense when the selection committee for the top 75 gave him one of their coveted spots. George Hill is not new to the Bucks, but... He is in this iteration of the team, having missed out on last year's title run while completing a circuit through Oklahoma City and Philadelphia. The last time he was in a Milwaukee uniform, he was the starting point guard, and by default, a little higher in the leadership pyramid than Giannis. He's not that now. I would expect his current 28 minutes a night will shrink as well once the Bucks have their full complement. I envision George being a defensive stopper off the bench, a role that takes advantage of his biggest strength. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The missing pieces also have allowed Bobby Portis to solidify his role replacing P.J. Tucker as the team's energy-supplying stretch four. He's missed some games with a sore hamstring as well, but he is leading the team in collecting second chances off the offensive glass, which is exactly what you want to see. I'm a little surprised the Bucks were able to bring him back on such a modest re-signing, two years, nine million, but it assures that he's going to stay motivated to do the dirty work, and that's what we've seen so far. In the big picture, I like the way the Bucks have closed in games where they clearly felt they wanted to make a statement. After losing to the Knicks at home, 
Granted, it was with Thanasis Antetokounmpo starting, Holiday coming off the bench, and Middleton unavailable. They went into Madison Square Garden with one, with only one Antetokounmpo starting. Holiday and Portis among the first five. Closed the first half on an 8-1 run and never trailed in the second half. After the Knicks made a push to tie the score at 89-all with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter, Milwaukee simply took the Knicks out with seven consecutive threes. Giannis had one of his worst shooting nights of the season, and it didn't matter. He was a monster on the boards, and was the catalyst for all those threes, drawing a gang of knickerbockers and kicking it for Grayson and Connaughton to bury threes, finishing with 15 boards and 8 assists, and a team-leading plus 21. Overall, it was a breathtaking show of force by Milwaukee. If not for a virtuoso performance by Derrick Rose, who hit six of eight threes, had seven assists without a single turnover, was a plus 10 overall, it never would have been a contest. In a lot of ways, this might just be the ideal start to the season for Milwaukee. These first 15 games have felt like an extended preseason, what with the patchwork patchwork starting lineups and constantly refigured rotations. Nine of the 15 have been on the road and included a pair of back-to-backs. Looking at their schedule, I'm guessing they've had three legitimate days of practice. Coach Mike Budenholzer is getting a chance to sample all sorts of different combinations, and while I've never regarded him as one of the most creative coaches, it's forcing him to be one. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. More than anything, all the missing pieces have provided plausible cover for the losing record. And one of the biggest challenges a defending champion can have is dealing with the bullseye on their back, every team looking to prove a point by knocking them off. I would imagine that's still the case with the Pistons and the Timberwolves and the Spurs, all of whom have wins against them. But for the most part, no one is looking at the Bucks right now as the team to beat, which is a blessing. Carrying that burden from start to finish of a season, especially if you've never done it before, can be exhausting. As is, they just started a five-game homestand with that win over the Lakers, and they have the Thunder, the Magic, twice at home, which is a little weird, and the Pistons to move up in the standings. As all of you probably know, I picked the Bucks to come out of the East at the start of the season. What I may not have said is that I also expect them to repeat as champions. Nothing I've seen so far from them or anyone else in the league dissuades me from still believing that. The Sixers are going to be dealing with the Ben Simmons debacle for the foreseeable future. The Nets face the same issue with Kyrie Irving. The Heat are paper lions. The Atlanta Hawks have struggled out of the gate more than the Bucks. The new rules have clearly taken away some of Trey Young's offensive efficiency, and the chemistry with Bogdan Bogdanovich bears watching. I'm not sure what he's trying to prove, but his shot selection has been suspect, and their defense overall has been awful. I'm not sure if those two things are connected, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Out West, Suns are doing what I expected them to do, which is let everyone know that last year wasn't the fluke Some people made it out to be. As I outlined in the previous episode, 
The Warriors have to find a way to get Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson to the finish line in one piece and make primetime worthy players out of Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. The Jazz have the same issue they had last year. They have to play fast and make sure they have good starts to be at their best. That's hard to sustain in a playoff series. Nothing against the Jazz, but I'd love to see the Suns and Warriors battle it out in the conference finals. And as of right now, that's what I expect we're going to see. Looking at matchups and level of playoff experience, there's nobody right now that the Bucks don't have an advantage against at full strength. And for an 11th place team, I'd say they're sitting pretty. All right, that does it for this episode of On the Ball on the United WeCast Network. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I am aware that I am one short of my normal quota for a week of podcast episodes. Looking at the schedule, there aren't really that many compelling games in the next couple of days, or matchups rather, that bear watching. Maybe the Lakers at the Celtics or the Mavericks at the Suns. But there are a couple of topics. Tristan Thompson, for one, speaking out about Luke Walton and the Sacramento Kings that drew a lot of interest. And the Portland Trailblazers, who appear to be finding some life and obviously still have the ongoing issues with the investigation into their GM, Neil Olshay. If I get a chance, I will produce one more episode on one of those topics. That's if I get the chance. It looks to be a fairly busy weekend, so we shall see. In the meantime, don't forget to check out my piece on the Warriors on foxsports.com or the Fox Sports app. And, as always, thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.